Welcome, listeners, to our latest edition of To Debate, the podcast of debate. I'm one of you two hosts, Dirk. I look at Sebastian, and I know that today's motion is one of Sebastian's favorites, right, Sebastian? Why do you say that? <laughs> uh, yeah, our listeners cannot know that, but you, you're kind of famous in our team for being Mr. I'm on top of my email. Yeah, I tend to be super responsive because I track the data. I use a, a little tool called Gmail Meter. It allows me to get a sense of how quickly I respond and how many emails I get and when do I respond. So, yes, I'm kind of a fanatic of inbox zero for those of, a, those of you who know the technique. Yeah, you're such a nerd. And uh, yeah, for today's motion, at least, it's very clear on which end of the motion you, you really are. Well, what's the motion today is dealing with all your emails is a pointless exercise. So I'm obviously going to be against, although that was a flip <laughs> of the coin, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, we flipped the coin and I still remember your broad smile when you learned that uh, you were against that motion. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, every time I have this, like, this uh, spike of stress when the coin is flipping and then it says, okay, you're for or against the motion. And obviously... For most of the debates, I have a natural bias towards one side. So when it's going for the other side, it's always like they have this additional stress coming to me. So anyway, today I'm ready. I, I think you have no chance because after we finished our debate, people will be convinced that it is a pointless exercise. <laughs> great, great. Okay, oh, we'll see. We'll see. Wait, I'll try, to make, I'll try to, to make my point and we'll see who, who's more convincing. What was also randomly decided is that you are going to start this debate this time, and I'll go second. Yeah, so I'm for the motion, which is dealing with all your emails every day is a pointless exercise, and I go first. So there are two things that go your way this time. Great, I'm happy. <laughs> okay, let's do this. Dirk goes first and argues for the motion. Everyone loves emails, right? Um, I definitely don't. I'm sorry. But if you do look after things around emails, you discover a ton of material out there. 21,000 books at Amazon talk about email. That's just insane. The amount of paper wasted on that one set of technology, that the technology that's basically 50 years old and hasn't changed since. That's incredible. 23 to 28% of the average workday is checking emails. About 36 times an hour. Let's sink that in. 36 times an hour. And about one quarter out of everyone's work week is spent with email shoveling. Every single day. What a waste. The average business worker sends and receives about 122 important emails. And just Roughly 38% of them, studies found, is really useful, important email. So it's a huge waste. And um, so coming back to our motion, should we try to deal with all of our emails and do that every day? Hell no. And I'd like to go a step further um, by separating the two motions in two. One is dealing with all emails is a pointless exercise. And the second is dealing with them every day is a pointless exercise. And in my second part of the argument, I'm going to make a case why both of these are actually bonkers, why both of them are not useful. Every listener should be for the motion, which is 
Dealing with all your emails every day is a pointless exercise. Now it's Sebastian's turn. Imagine you have spent hours and hours fine-tuning your CV and replying to job applications. And finally, one day, you get an email in your inbox inviting you for an interview the very next day. But you obviously don't see that email because you're simply not organized enough, and thus you miss the interview opportunity. Imagine you're a manager, like you are yourself, Dirk, or like I am, and you send an important email to team members. You expect a reply, but you're not getting any. Now, in both cases, what do we think of the job applicant or the team members? Well, obviously, we think they're not very reliable. And the perception is undeniably negative if people do not respond to emails. But to respond, you need to know how to effectively deal with emails. Whether you like or don't like email, whether you think email is a bad medium or not, makes absolutely no, no difference. And it's here to stay, to deal with it. You can choose to ignore it, sure. You can miss opportunities, sure. Or you can choose to find ways to get organized and be on top of your game. Surprisingly, some of the very top executives I have had the chance to work with during my career were better at managing their emails and no, they were not using personal assistants than some of their own subordinates. Maybe that's your experience too, uh, yourself, Dirk, or maybe some of our listeners, because they were very efficient at it. In addition, writing good emails will also generate, generate less emails in response because you will have been clear enough. And if not, then email does not have to be the only tool. You can use a cell phone or a desk phone. You can combine email with other things. So it's therefore a question of self-organization rather than complaining about the tool or the medium. So yes, I'm going to insist that dealing with your emails is not a pointless exercise. Now, it's Dirk's turn. Let's hear his rebuttal. Okay, so... I told you a few stats. Let me repeat them. 122 mails per day, 38% of them actually important. And that is my first argument. Dealing with all your email is pointless right there. Not even the, you know, not every prince from Nigeria deserves your attention, nor does the cat picture that Sandy from accounting just shared with you, just because there could be something buried in your email that you just made everyone scared they could miss. Because you know what? You gave the answer to that question right there. If I send out a CV to some fancy company, then I can watch out for that fancy company to answer. That doesn't mean I have to deal with all my emails. That doesn't mean I have to deal with them every day. I just have to watch out for that particular email. And yes, maybe you don't know when opportunity rises. That gives rise to a proper filtering system. So instead of dealing with all emails, we need to find ways to filter. The 38% relevant emails are the important ones. The 62% are basically waste and you don't have to deal with them. You can ignore them. They can lie around in your inbox. No problem with that. I, for my part, actually like the prioritized inbox that Gmail offers, but you can do similar things with, uh, with rules. Is something sent to me or to a list? How important is that list to me if sent to a list? Who wrote something to me? And on that, I can decide what is the important part and the other part. Now, that's not the only reason why I think it's pointless. The other reason is the really important things, and you scared the audience that they may miss something really essential. The really important things, they come multiple times. Or you know exactly how they will look like. But uh, the, the unknown important things, they come multiple times. If you forget to answer your manager, chances are he resends the email or he pings you an uh, alternative channel. 
if there's something really important happening to you, chances are more than one contact in your inbox talks about it. Those things come up multiple times. The other thing is sometimes email sorts itself. Someone else is answering on that list just before you jumped at it, and the whole thing is not an action item for you anymore. These two effects need some time to take place. So answering all your emails every day, all the time, is not a good tactic because you, you have the work answering the emails that otherwise may be answered by somebody else and then disappear out of your inbox. And thirdly, it's, as you said, it's an echo chamber. The more emails you write, the hastier you deal with your emails, the, be the, the less good your writing will be. The more answers you get, the less good your answers will be. And so you, the more you put energy in, the more it comes back to you. So the email monster is growing and growing and growing until it fields every available space. So it is a pointless exercise. You just should live with the fact that there is more email than you can deal with. And uh, after you just accepted that fact, you can focus on filtering the really important ones and be done with it next up sebastian let's hear his argument you don't like email duck tough luck it's around and here to stay now there's an opportunity cost do you really want to take the risk not to see that important email that you are keenly awaiting for if you're not organized you will miss it so you need to figure out how to not miss the important information in the vast amount of emails you may be receiving in fact, you're probably more distracted by other things than email, instant messaging, social media, reading news. And our next debate is exactly on that, on reading news, and I'm suggesting not to follow the news. So it's a really a question of self-organization. So you don't have to check your emails constantly. It takes time to master this technique. But when you do, like I have, it feels great. Your health will even benefit from it. True story. So for the sake of our listeners and to show how simple things can be once mastered, here's the trick, so to speak, so that you know which one email is the important one. So you, uh, otherwise you will not find the response for the interview or worse, sometimes when you get an email for elections, for taxes that you may or, not, or may not be expecting, you will actually see it. So here's the technique. Have periods of time during your day when you, which you set aside for either processing emails or actually working on the more difficult ones. Now, what do you do during the processing phase? Simple. If the email is not interesting, you delete it. If it is, but nobody's action is required, you can just park it and read it later if you have the time. And probably you will never have the time. But most of all, share it with someone else who might find it interesting. If someone else's action is required on that email, just put the email in a follow-up folder and you'll get back to it every day or so. And if your action is required and you can deal with the email within five minutes, do it right away. If not, if it takes more than five, minute, five minutes, you just keep it in your inbox. And this is what you'll work on during your day, during your working session. That's it. That's one technique. It doesn't have to work for you, but it, it works great for many people. Try it out. Now, why does it matter? It's actually not just a question of perception. I came to realize that there's a very strong correlation between email responsiveness and how strongly someone performs in their job. And that makes sense. As a manager, I want to get the feedback on decisions I'm thinking about from someone who's more likely to respond to it. And if someone is known to not respond or not respond very quickly, then I'm not going to include that person over time. Why does it matter? Another reason. How do you feel when the customer service of a company responds to you within 24 hours as opposed to a week or never? Of course, you feel much better. You feel that they care. In fact, when I emailed Daniel Kahneman, uh, the Nobel Prize author of Thinking Fast and Slow, he responded to me within 24 hours. Right? I was like, wow, great, fantastic. The guy must be receiving tons of emails. I'm not saying you have to respond to everything in detail every day. Sometimes we're more busy. But let's be honest about it. 
We can also respond to one-liner. I saw your email. Let me respond to you by Tuesday if that's okay. And when you miss something, just say sorry. Don't let your manager follow up with you. Don't let someone else do your job that you were supposed to do. And your body and your mind will thank you as well. If you manage to clean your inbox every day, studies show that bad memories stick around if you sleep on them. The same goes for email. So clean your inbox. It will clean your mind. Dealing and responding to emails is also an excellent opportunity for you to show your writing skills, your skills in structuring your thoughts. And do you know what the holy grail is? To not even have to respond anymore. That people know you're so responsive that if you exceptionally do not answer, that means they have your implicit approval. So yes, dealing with your emails every day is a totally worthwhile exercise. Final statements. Dirk goes first. And you keep changing the motion. By the way, I like how you assume that I'm not dealing with all my emails. I just say doing that every day is a pointless exercise. Having all emails uh, regarded as highly as, uh, as every other email is a pointless exercise. And I stay with that claim. And even there are studies and examples that prove that. There are companies that try to become a zero email company because actually studies show that you're not more productive. That may be different based on the company you're in. So definitely in Google, we do have an email culture. And yes, email responsiveness is a high indicator for productivity in our culture. But I might argue that maybe email is not always the right way, even in Google. And maybe sometimes we could be much more productive by just sitting down and working together instead of writing back and forth email ping pong. So I stand by my motion. Uh, it is a pointless exercise to try fight all your emails every day. You actually agreed with me multiple times. So first off, it's not a given that you do it every day. You can do it every other day, uh, depending on the business you're in. You don't have to do all your emails. You, can, you need a filtering system that tells you which emails you can safely ignore and then delete. My typical evenings end with an empty inbox. And I not even once had a complaint from anyone that I'm not responsive on email. Not even by you, which prides me, I have to say. Yet I still stand by my motion. Sebastian. Email is here to stay. You can ignore it, but then do not cry if you miss opportunities or deadlines that you're expected to satisfy or if you're not involved in important decisions. There are many different techniques out there. Try the one that best suits you. And no, that does not require you to read every single email in absolute detail. Be smart about it. Yes, you can do this every day. Otherwise, it will just accumulate. And you will not only appear more efficient, but you will be more efficient. Managers, colleagues, customers will all feel better, happier, and it's good for your health too, to be well organized. So stop being lazy. And I'm not talking to you, Dirk. It's more of a general statement. Stop being lazy. Stop finding excuses. And by the way, I, Sebastian, I am here to help. Thank you. So that's it. That's We're it. done with another debate. Wow, we've done quite a bunch now. Yeah, and it was a pretty cool debate. <laughs> it was a fun one. Yeah. Thank you to our listeners for uh, listening to our, our debate today. And as usual, please don't hesitate to vote whether you were convinced in favor or against the motion on our website. And you can also find us on all our social media outlets out there. So thank you for listening and uh, stay tuned for our next debate. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And let us know how you deal with the email monster. Maybe we can learn something from it. Um, by the way, it's true. I end my days with zero inbox. But I also think 
dealing with my email is not top of my personal priorities. So there may, da may be days where I don't touch my emails and I personally think that is okay. One thing that sh probably scares the hell out of your email routine is uh, that I do. When I go on vacation, two weeks, I have a message in my out-of-office that says, don't bother sending me an email, I'm going to archive it all. And when I come back from my vacation, the first thing I do is I archive it all. And I'm not coming back to several hundreds of emails when I'm not spending my first three days on fighting the email monsters. I guess if it works for you, then great. I just feel that considering the number of people who sign up uh, for email management courses, I feel that people feel overloaded. So Absolutely. either they don't have the, they don't feel they have the psychological safety or uh, mattress that you seem to have when you come back from vacation, which works for you. But I feel that for most people, it, it just doesn't work that way. Even if, even if you tell them it's okay, I don't, I don't think that they feel okay. So there's a huge psychological hurdle that Absolutely. I feel many people have. So. Yep. Uh, but I feel there's a lot of uh, a difficulty that people encounter. It's not my number one top priority. If, if Google needs to write a job description, they probably don't put deal with your email on the top of my list of things that I need to deal with. Fair enough. I'm very much subscribing to what you said. Dealing with your email is an important element and I make a rule out of only touching emails once. So I, everything I do in my inbox, I touch the email and when I decide to touch the email, I'm doing something with it. Either deleting, planning time for it or, um, or delegating. Um, and one of these three things happen whenever I touch an email. That way I'm not, not touching emails twice. I just work with them once. And that, that alone is a huge time saver because most people have those guilt piles on the bottom of their inbox. They're things they keep coming back to and because they forgot what it was about, they reread it. And when they reread it, they kind of decide, ah, not now, I don't have the time or I don't know. Or it's, Often it's just unclear. It's just unclear what to do. So they, they, they feel like they should know what to do with it and there's something back they should do with it, but they are not sure yet, so they keep it there. And this guilt pile that, that kills you, it's just not, not really helping. You're such a cheat. You're, not <laughs> you're starting and you're not giving me the reasons right away. That's the whole point of being second, so I can hear your reasons. <laughs> so I'm also... Unbelievable. Oh, well, I, I made an introduction. Okay, your introduction. My introduction. Fine, my turn. My yeah. two minutes. Go you ahead. My my turn. I like how you said that I didn't give you any argument and you didn't give any argument either, other than I insist that it is useful. I give arguments. Uh, yeah, the give other argument you gave was, be scared, there might be something important. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to increase the risk to make it bigger than it, than it may be in the first place. All right. So. No, I insist that it's about self-organization, but go ahead. You've got your three minutes. <laughs> 